You are now listening to an Average Joe Media production. I guess I feel like I'm somebody My life is my kid, so I tell about it And I swear it's all about that Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy, baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy Welcome to another episode of the Baby Daddy Chronicles. It is I. It is he. It is Troy. It is your future favorite baby daddy. Right? Um, I want to do something. I'm, I'm touching on a topic today that I um I got some good um traction on on Facebook and Twitter. So I want to talk about that today. But of course, you know, we do a mental health check-in. I'm doing all right. I'm here. I'm surviving as always. Still waiting on my job. Um, don't know when I'm gonna find that out, but I'm here, um, you know, um, doing what I gotta do, um, trying to be more consistent for y'all to push out content, so I'm trying to, you know, do more episodes, be more consistent, at least do my part, uh, big shout out to Shan, cause she always be helping me coming through, man, like, she's the MVP, like, I'm telling y'all right now, if, uh, if I ain't have Shan in my life to help me with certain shit, this podcast, I probably would've stopped. Or I probably would have picked it up after. I probably would have maybe like went to like went back to biweekly and then just picked it up when I um had my own kid. Like really, really. But uh, she be giving me great ideas with different perspectives and everything like that. Um, so I greatly appreciate her, man, and everybody that's been uh, you know checking on me, um, checking on uh, when I'm gonna come back and be consistent with the podcast. I greatly appreciate it and everything like that. But I'm here. So let's get into it, man. Today's episode, right, is going to be titled. So actually, let me use some backdrop. This was um today's episode is centered around it was something that Shan had said in one of her episodes a while back on her uh podcast, Cozy Womb Podcast. If you haven't, check it out. It's a great podcast. That's Cozy Womb Podcast. C O Z Y W W O M B podcast. So she had uh, mentioned this one website called fatherly.com. And it was um, a link on there that was published in about like 2018 is can good men be bad to their families? But I want to kind of dive deeper today. So what we're going to talk about is can good men be bad dads, right? Now, this kind of got people in uproar because some people believe that being a good man and being a good father is synonymous. They're one and the same. Me, personally, I don't agree so. I feel like you can separate the two. Like, you have to separate the two roles because they're independent of each other. I feel like you can be a good man but not a great father. 
because there'll be some good things that you do as a man that are good, but as a father, you're not, you know, doing, and that's why you may not be a good father. Like, for example, let's touch on this. Like, they believe parenting is just putting a roof over your head and food in your belly. Like, for example, uh, Denzel from Fences, right? believe he was a good man. I believe he was a good man. Um, but he wasn't there for his child emotionally, mentally. He really didn't really have the support. He was like, hell, I don't even really like you, but I love you. Or I don't love you, but I like you. Something like that. He was like, my job's not to like you. My job's to put food on the table. And they eventually fought. And, like, they put food on the table, and he was, you know, he made sure he wasn't hungry or anything like that. But you can tell there's a disconnect between the emotional side of it and the mental side of it. Like, if all you're doing as a father is providing, but you don't support or breathe life into your own kids, then, yeah, you could be a good man, but you could be a bad dad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because you're not fulfilling that role. But a lot of people, there are some people who feel like it's one and the same. Like, if you're not a good father, then you're not a good man. Because they say that is your sole purpose in life, is to take care of your kids. While I agree, I don't necessarily agree that it's your sole purpose. Like, it's one of your main purposes, but I don't feel like it's your sole purpose, if that makes sense. Um, and the reason I say that is because for a lot of men who take, you know, provide and their sole purpose to take care of their kids, like, most of them don't really have anything left to give to their kids when they pass away. Like, there's no legacy to pass on. There's nothing to pass on. There's nothing to make sure, okay, my kids are straight. Like, for example, we, we could use Kobe Bryant, right? Some people may say Kobe Bryant wasn't a good man. He was accused of rape, uh, and he... They dropped the charges. I believe Kobe was a great man, but he was an excellent father, right? So therefore, you can see you can see that comparison as well. Because a lot of people say you can separate the difference. It's crazy because a lot of people say you can separate the difference between a good man. You can't separate the difference between a good man and a good and a bad father. You can separate a difference between a bad man and a good father. But in my opinion, like if you can, if you can separate the latter, then you can separate the former. If that makes sense. Um, like if you're always busy working, but you have no time for your kids, then you, it has to be a balance because kids will always remember that. It has to be a balance because kids will always remember that. Like this is gonna be a future episode coming up, but I de- like my parents, my my dad always like supported me. Like whether it was um taking me to sports broadcasting camp, whether it was. Uh, coming to my basketball games, like me and my brothers would have baseball and basketball games, and he would dedicate his Saturday to come in there. Not saying my mom did that. I mean, she didn't really do that. That wasn't really her thing. But my dad made sure, like, you know, my dad would take us to the practices. Like, I remember when um, I was in a basketball league and I quit to join tennis. My dad supported me in that. You know, was he upset that I quit? Because he paid a lot of money, couldn't get that money back. But he supported me when I played tennis. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so... Even when I started the podcast and the business, he supported me with that. Like, my dad has always supported me in my dreams. Now, he may, we may have differences of opinions on how to run it, especially when it comes to my business, but he's always supported me and my dreams. So that's, so that's why I feel like you, if you're always working, but you're not there for your kids, then it's not, it's hard for you to, it, 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 it's hard to say that you're a bad person, right? 
like, once again, do you have those that are great providers, but they are disconnected from their family? Um, one of my uh, listeners said that, that they, they are great providers, but they're disconnected from their family. Like you have parents that push their own desires on their children, overlooking what their child may necessarily want out of life. And those that are not an active parent, they may live in the same household, but may not carry an active role in a child's life. Uh, they don't show up for them. And that may go, and, and that, that goes hand in hand, most likely. Um, you have to separate because it's almost like they're almost two different identities and the roles are independent of each other. And once again, I agree with that a thousand percent. The roles are independent of each other. They are not synonymous. They are not synonymous. Like you have to, if you can, and I think as some people get older, right, who say that their, their man, their dad was a great man, but a horrible father, they can separate the two. Like, yes, he is a great man, but as a father, he's a shitty father. Like he is not a good father, but he tried. So I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to hold that against him too much. You know, like outside the home, they could be a model citizen, but inside the home, they don't have patience. They are understanding. They're quick to punish, resort straight to yelling and anger. And I feel like that can also be um, something because a lot of men don't know, like a lot of men will be stressed at work. And when they're stressed at work, right, they come home and your home is supposed to be your safe haven. So they kind of release it or stress it out. Or, you know, like if you're already stressed and then your kids come home and they stress you out even more. So you lash out on them and it becomes for some men, it's just like a one-time thing or they say, I'm sorry. But for other men, it becomes like an everyday pattern, right? A everyday pattern. Um, according to folly.com, there's a disconnect between who the father wants to be versus who he actually is. Everybody wants to be themselves at home. And it's tempted to think that it's tempted to it's tempted to think of this in those terms of lazing around in underwear or eating dinner over the sink, but it can also mean emotional dysregulation. Men who can keep their cool in public and snap at family members in private do so in part because the home is a culturally sanctioned environment. They are letting their hair down in a manner that's destructive to both themselves and others because they can be themselves at home. You can't really be yourself at work. So you definitely can't really beat yourself at work. It's all we always got to keep a guard up because if you really show somebody who you really are, they may not like it, and they may get a, they may just be like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna get rid of you." But um, men will take their anger out on home because they can't do it at work. Like I said earlier, and also in my opinion, men aren't vulnerable at home. So when they're home, it's supposed to be their safe space. But honestly, their guard is just always up because sometimes men don't really know how to be vulnerable. Or if they do, they don't really express it because it shows a sign of weakness, right? It definitely shows a sign of weakness. At least that's what society tells you. Men get into situations where they can't express their frustrations and then they take it out on their family because home is where they are allowed to vent. Or they're good men, but they're trying to be better than their dads and they can't. And then they turn into their fathers. Like how many men do you know, like, you know, growing up, they were abused by their fathers, right? And then they was like, I vow to never hit on my wife or hit on my kids or whatever the case is. And then they, be, they end up becoming like this model citizen. But then over time, you, you surely start to see like remnants of their father pass down. Like, you know, they hit you once and then it's like, oh, I'll never do it again. And then they do it. That's a situation how a good man can be a bad dad and a good man can turn into a bad man and a horrible father. But I'm just giving you an explanation so you can kind of see where I'm coming from. Um, 
for some men, being angry mainly at home with family and not with others is simply because their families are the most common triggers for the anger. Like, the more intimate the relationship, the more vulnerable we feel. Like, it's very true because kids will stress you out. Like, kids know how to get on your last nerve. Like, I know for sure I have worked my dad's last nerves plenty of times. And I'm pretty sure there was times where he wanted to beat my ass. Like, he wanted to whoop my ass. But one thing my parents did, right, and I'll always appreciate for him. I got plenty of whoopings because I was a bad kid growing up. I ain't going to lie to you. I, was a, I, was, I wasn't, like, bad to where, like, I'm stealing stuff. But I definitely did not respect authority. And my, the one thing my dad would always say was, I'm upset with you. And you're going to get this whooping. But not while I'm angry. Because if I give you this whooping while I'm angry, you may not live. <laughs> or you may be sick permanently injured. So I will always appreciate that. And that's one thing when I do have kids that I will um, pass down to my kids. Like, I'm not going to punish you while I'm angry. Let me calm down. Let me compose myself. Let me talk to you about it. And I'm going to give you this whooping. But those used to be the worst, right? The absolute worst. Because it's like you're anticipating a whooping. And now I got to wait. I got to wait to get a whooping. Oh my gosh, it was the worst. Absolute worst. I would be like, man, like, why? Why can't I just get it now? But I understand why he did it. And that's why I appreciate my dad so much. And, like, I know there are, like, I've seen some men growing up who are great men, right? And then when you talk to their kids, and their kids be like, yeah, he's hardly around or whatever. You'd be like, damn, I ain't think he, I, I thought he would have to file a thing down packed. So, like I said, you can definitely be a good man, but a bad dad. But there's all, like I said, there's always room to change. There's, it's, it's, it, you can easily go from a good man to a bad dad, or you could go from a bad man to a good dad, or a bad dad to a good father. Like you know what I'm saying, like it, it's it, it because the roles are so independent of each other. It's like it's it's how, how can I equate this? It's like. Who you are at home and who you are at work are two different things. And that's how I look at it. It's who, who, who you are as a person and who you are as a father are two independent roles. Because, yes, even though you are a father, you're still a person. So you can still learn how to separate the two, right? Um, we depend on the people closest to us and that dependency can create fear in men ill-equipped to handle it. To add to that, many people assume loved ones will base their perceptions of us on our intentions rather than our actions. So that might minimize the effect the anger has on their family. And once again, I, like I said, a lot of like a lot of people don't agree. Um, let me see if I can read you some of the comments. Like, like one one person said that no, you can't be a good person and a bad parent. One is a lie. It it. They said it isn't needed for a grand explanation. How can you be a good person if you feel like the bigger responsibility in your life? No excuse. One person said, I agree. You can't say that you're you're good if you don't know how to love or care for people, especially your child. Um, and then, you know, I explained kind of like what I said over here in, in earlier parts. And it was, I just can't call him a good man if he's not doing what's best for his kid. Maybe he's a good husband, but a good man is generally good for everyone. He leaves things better how he found it. That's where I disagree. 
like a good man takes care of his responsibility and I feel like goes on about his day and does what's morally right most of the time, right? Because there's some men out there that are good men, but they don't leave shit better than when they found it. Like, I'm pretty sure Russell Westbrook is a good man, but he didn't leave the Lakers how he found it, you know? Like, just give, just giving you context clues. But um, what I would say to that is, like, they were saying you can't call yourself a good person if you drop the ball in those major areas. Like, some things are just, some, some people are just better at stuff than the others. Like, some people don't know how to effectively communicate. And even though that's not the child's fault, it's the adult's person's fault. That doesn't necessarily make him a bad father. He just doesn't know how to properly do those things. Like, some people were taught, hey, my job isn't to like you. My job is to provide for you. My job is to give you what you want, give you what you need, not what you want. And they live by that. So the child is well taken care of, but then the child may be like, well, you know, I'm missing that emotional connection. Or I'm missing that physical connection or I'm missing this or I'm missing that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could guarantee you, you, you take a poll, there would be like, yes, I love my dad, but he's not a great father. It's not that he doesn't try. He tries, he tries hard. We just can't effectively communicate or he wasn't there to support me. So now that I'm older and he wants to support, I don't want the support because I'm, I'm traumatized from it. Like, I'm traumatized from it. So that's why I feel like you can be a good man and not a good father. Um, they were saying a good father leads by example and does what they can to provide, no matter the circumstance. A good man is a leader, helpful, kind, and does for other. A good man wouldn't even allow himself to not be a good father. But right, a good father though is subjective because you could be doing all those things, but your child may need more or may require more and then be like, you're, you're not a good father. So that's why I say that it's all subjective. Like, you could go to one kid and be like, my dad's amazing. You go to the next kid and be like, my dad's horrible. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, my dad showed all the attention to the one child, but not really to me. So that doesn't, in my eyes, that doesn't make him a good father. So it's not like he hasn't done. He could do the same thing what he does for one and one for the other. Like, let's say you have two boys and a girl. He does way more for the first the first son and the girl, but the middle son is kind of left out. So if you ask the first the first son and the daughter, yes, my dad's amazing. Great father. You go to the middle son, he was kind of left out. Like maybe he's more, maybe the first son is more into sports. The second and the daughter is, you know, does girly things. But the middle son is more in the arts. And the dad's more in the sports, and he shows his daughter a lot of attention because, of course, that's his baby girl, but he doesn't really know anything about the arts. So he kind of just maybe, I won't say he, like, dismisses it, but he doesn't really understand it. So because he doesn't understand it, he doesn't really want to learn how to understand it either. So therefore, like, he doesn't go to his events, or he doesn't do this, or he doesn't do that. But if you ask the first, if you ask the first, the firstborn son and the daughter, he's, he's great. He's amazing. But you go to the son, and he was like, mm. He wasn't really there, didn't really support my dreams. He was a good man. Like, he made sure he had food on the table. He took care of us. He, I knew that he loved us, but he didn't really pour that into me as he did the other people, as he did the other siblings. So, therefore, I wouldn't consider him a good father to me, but he could be a good father to my other two siblings. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like, it's, it's all subjective. You can't sit there and be like, it's really one and the same because it's not, especially if you have more than one kid. Like, my dad was a great, a great dad to me, and I believe he was a great dad to all of my other brothers because he showed that same effort towards everybody. But if you ask my brothers, 
they may give you a different story. But that's also because I know I'm close. I'm the closest to my dad. Like me and my dad are more like my two brothers. They're more closer to my mom. I'm way closer to my dad. Like my dad's my homie. That's my guy. As y'all see the chemistry we have when we get on, when he gets on the podcast. But that's why I feel like they're independent of each other. Like you can be a good man and not a good father because it's really all about what the person you asking, the person who you're asking what they think and if they are, and if they feel like they're a good man or a good father. Um, like another person said, yep, I know I know a few great men, but when it comes to parenting, they should have seek a therapist first. And I agree. Therapy is important because that can help you be in a lot of things. Like people need to stop living in a fantasy world where everybody can be a parent when that's not simply true because everybody's not built to be a parent. Hell me, sometimes I worry about being a parent. Like I'm a, I believe I'm a good man. But... I know, like, I want to have kids, but I know I'm selfish as fuck, and I don't know if that will ever go away. Like, I'm not selfish to where, like, oh, I won't get you this to do that. But I love my sleep. At the time, if I'm if I'm sleep, I don't even want to have sex because I'm tired. So you want me to get up and change a diaper? Like, maybe my paternal instincts will kick in. But as of right now, that's probably why I don't have kids. Like, I don't even like changing animal poop. Like, um, my friend, when I'm over there, and uh, their dog poops. Like, I'll, I'll bathe the dog, I'll walk the dog, give the dog treats, but I, I draw the line where the dog poops. Like, I hate cleaning up that poop. Like, hey, off the pee pad. Mm-mm. Nope. You got it. Like, you you got it. That's 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 your job. You got it. But I'll do I'll do almost everything else. I'll feed them, I'll bathe them, I'll walk them, I'll give them treats. I'll, you know, I'll spend time with them. But, mm-mm, the poop? Mm-mm. Nope. No, 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 no. And then also they say I don't have a lot of patience with the dog, so... If you were to ask your dog, you'd be like, okay, yeah, because I consider myself the stepdad to the dog. So if you ask your dog, they'd be like, hey, yeah, he's a good person. But he he always trying to lock me up or I'm, 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 I'm quick to discipline, very quick to discipline the dog. And he may be like, you know, if you could talk, I'm not a good, I'm not a good stepdad. Like, because you can, you can be a good person, you can be a great person, could love your family, want the best for your kids, but don't have the skills to be a caretaker financially or emotionally to raise your child. Like, like I said, you're present, but you're not really there. So, therefore, you could be a great man, but not a good father. And that's why I feel like it's synonymous. Or that's why I feel like it's not synonymous. Because I'm, I'm just trying to drill this into people's head. This is just my opinion as somebody who doesn't have any kids. I'm definitely going to do a part two. I'm trying to get people with different opinions so we can have a very good dialogue as to why um, I feel this way, how other people feel. But I definitely feel like you could be a good man, but not a good father. But other people don't. Other people don't feel that way, um, especially like you know. Um, other people are saying that hell no. If you're a good person, you will want to make sure you're a good father as well. Otherwise, they're not a good person if they're a crappy parent. Um, I mean, I don't. You can I, like. I just feel like you can be a crappy parent, but you can still be a good father. Right. I really feel that way that you could be a crappy parent. I mean, you could be a crappy parent, but still be a good man. Like you may not just have everything that you need your child. You may not just be able to give everything that your child need, but that doesn't mean you're not a good parent. Like, for example, let's take pursuit of happiness, right? Will Smith. He. Will Smith, when he was struggling, had a son by him, right? But couldn't really provide financially for him. Like, they were struggling day to day until he finally got, finally got a job. 
He was a good man, but when he was struggling, was he a good father? Or was he not a good father because he couldn't take care of him financially or really support him mentally or physically because he could barely support himself? You see my point? I still think he was a good father because he was trying to take care of responsibilities. Everybody hits a down point. But when he had no help, you got to do what you got to do. But he never made sure that he, he told his son it wouldn't last forever and it didn't. But some people would be like, oh, he was in during that spell, during that, that, that dry spell, like he wasn't a good father. So what's y'all opinion? Um, what is y'all opinion? So we, we gonna, I'm going to talk about this and then, and then we're going to bounce, right? We're, we're going to be out of here. So let's talk about how do we fix it. I came up with about like six reasons. One, men need to pay attention to their kids more. Um, paying attention to their kids more, their mannerisms. Um, some kids will tell you without telling you, like, I'm not doing good. But you have to really know your kids and study your kids to figure that out. Number two, spending more time with them. Like, hey, hey, son, are you okay? Like, even if, even if it's just playing a game or going to a game, spending that quality time, that bonding time, or just sitting down and talking. And I think as dads, they need to do that more. Because I don't think, I think dads do that with, with, with their daughters, but I don't think dads really do that a lot with their sons, where they really sit down and be like, talk to me, how's life? Like, what's going on in your life? Is there anything that I need to know about? Like, I feel like moms create more of that safe space than dads. Like, moms be like, hey, talk to me. What's going on? What's wrong? They, I think a lot of people feel more comfortable going to their mom. Like, I know I don't go to my parents for much um, just because I normally keep everything reserved. I know in my last relationship, I went to them more, and we, I started to see a different side of our relationship. But I don't really go to them a whole lot and be like, hey, you know, this is what's going on in life or whatever the case is. Even, like, when it comes to, like, my dad. Me and my dad have a great relationship. But I don't come to him and be like, hey, let me talk to you, pops, about X, Y, and Z. Or when it comes to this female or whatever. I just try to really figure it out on my own. Um, they need to express their feelings better. Like there's a lot of men who may feel stressed. Or they don't really communicate that at home. Or they just let all the burden of work or whatever life is giving them at the moment. And they just let it all out at home. As opposed to really expressing their feelings more. And having a better way to express it. Um, going to therapy. Definitely go to therapy. I feel like everybody should go to therapy, especially men, because men are always taught it's not good to cry. It's not good to be vulnerable, but it is. Let that frustration out. You definitely let that frustration out. Kids, a monkey see, monkey do, right? So that's you definitely got to let that let that out. Um, do whatever it takes to fix your marriage if it's struggling, because men will see that marriage is struggling, and once they see that the woman have given up or they feel like, they done everything they could. They kind of washed their hands of it and be like, "Hey, I'm done," and that's not necessarily the case. Or if you, or like if you, was separated for your kid for from a while, like whether it was your fault or whether it was the mom's fault, whatever the case is, you 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 can rebuild that time back. It may take some time, but you can rebuild that time back. And you have to give, you have to be patient, right? You have to be patient with the with your kid because you missed a good part of their life. And they're going to be mad. Of course they're going to be mad. They're going to be hurt. They're going to be upset. But if you keep being persistent, I can guarantee you, right? If you keep being persistent so that you really want to change, I can guarantee the kid will eventually, your child will eventually let you back into your life. Now, you want to work to build a lot of trust, but you can do it. Um, and find some friends, like how moms be having girls' nights. Dads, dads need a, a guy's night out. 
Like most guys, when they're married, the friends that they have, they kind of lose touch and mainly end up having friends within their marriage circle, but they can't really be free or express or express themselves because of course, you know, you let's, let's say you got to go, uh, guys not out. Y'all get wild and go out, right? It's about five of y'all and y'all all like her, all your wives know each other. There's going to be one guy and let's say chick is really wild. It's going to be one guy to tell his wife and then now, bam, uh, about what happened and then now, bam, y'all all in trouble. And then it's like, damn, I can't even trust you to say something without getting back to our wives. So, um, I definitely feel that. Like, have you ever noticed, like, when you see a married guy and you see his friend who he hasn't seen in a while, he's ecstatic? Like, we need more of that. Like, guys need a weekend like women and get a weekend to decompress. But because father, quote-unquote, aren't the primary parent, it's kind of looked down upon. Why do you need a weekend? I'm the one cooking and cleaning. I'm the one that, that, that got him out, that took him out of my belly. Like, I'm the one that's feeding him. Yeah, you may do stuff financially or you may go to his games, but I'm doing way more. And it's just like that because they're not the primary parent, they're kind of looked down upon. But men can be the primary parent. Like it's always a lot of a lot of times where they be like, um, oh, men can't do what women do. Like, yeah, I don't think we're natural nurturers and we can't breastfeed, but I feel like we can really do what women do. I just feel like women don't really give us the opportunity to do it. Or women just I feel like sometimes women will take on the responsibility all about themselves to brag. Like I saw the um a Facebook status, and it was like whenever his daughter needed some, he cashed that. He he sent the mom Apple Pay money, and he was like, "Real fathers do this." And it was a lot of women who was like, "Yeah, why are you bragging?" But women do the same stuff, especially every year around Father's Day. They do the same stuff, and it's like it's okay when a woman brags, but when a man brags, it's not okay. And that's I just I don't get that. There may be like another topic for another day, right? But yes. Um, in conclusion, I do feel like men can be good, a man can be a good man, but a bad father, right? And I, I laid out the reasons why, but I want your opinion. When you listen to this, let me know if you think a man could be a good man, but a bad father, or if it's all one and the same. All right. Um, I de- I'm definitely going to do a part two to this. Um, hopefully y'all like it. Uh, sometimes I get nervous when I'm doing it by myself because, you know, I don't really have the father experience. But um, let me know what you think. Um, if you want to start a podcast, hit me up, www.theaverageshowmedia.com. I'm going to promise you I'm going to get you right, clear and pristine. You get a, a, a consultation once a month on the direction of your podcast, how I can help you, if I can put you in contact with others. Um, so definitely, you know, hit me up. Um the price is the price. Like, I'm not going down on the price. The price is the price. Look on the website. Um, you can check out the other clients, see how it sounds, see if you want to join. And, um, and yeah, come, come fuck with your boy. As you already know. This is an Average Joe Media production. And if you have anything about podcasting, like, I'm not a gatekeeper, right? Because it's, it's enough room for everybody. So if you ask me about starting your own production company or whatever, I'm going to help you. Because you, you can't do it better than me. But I'm still going to help you, though. Um, what else? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Baby Daddy Chronicles. I'm gonna leave that in the description below. I'm also gonna leave Shan's Cozy Wombs podcast information. Uh, it's basically a podcast from a mother's perspective, and she does a very good job. She does an amazing job. Definitely, you know, uh, want you to check that out. And then also check out Dear Son. 
Um, he it's a podcast based out in Dallas. That's a really good podcast episode. Very good podcast about fathers as well. Um, and then more than a dad as well. So check those out. I'm believing all three of those in the in the in the, um description below. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Baby Daddy Chronicles Pod, and um Twitter, Baby Daddy Cron. Um, but yeah, that's it. Um, you're about to see me more active on Instagram. Um, especially now that I'm at work. Um, I got to work overnight. I'm, I'm going to be up. So that gives me more time to create content and everything like that, uh, just for the next few weeks. And so then I can really get my, uh, get my, my ball back rolling. Shan tells me I need to definitely promote more. She's right. Cause I, I really want this to pop, um, but in its own time. So I love you. I appreciate y'all, man. You know, I can't do none of this without y'all. Um, I'll see y'all on Friday. It's your future favorite baby daddy signing off, man. Peace. Baby daddy crying. I ain't a nobody. As a father, guess I feel like I'm somebody. My life is my kid, so I tell about it. And I swear it's all about that. Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy.